genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Shortbox, a once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about comic books. My name's Adam Sheehan, and I'm here with the other voices on this show, Sean Petit. Hello there. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Byte. hey As a courtesy, I want to remind the listener that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you've read the books we're going to talk about on this show, we're going to, we're going to ruin those for you. So I'm going to give you timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you need to skip. Our top story... This week is Swamp Thing by Scott Snyder. Uh, by Scott Snyder, Yannick Paquette, and Nathan Fairburn. Fucking double down on our Swamp Thing. Swamps. Yeah. We did Swampies. This is our contemporary Swamp Thing. Mm. What actual volume is this? This is the... Uh, that's Swamp Thing it's, by Scott Snyder. There's just one volume because the second half of the new 52 run is Charles Soleil. Gotcha. So this is the ultimate edition then. The, the deluxe, deluxe edition. edition. That is correct. Yeah. So, talking about half of it or so. It's always fun to yeah. figure out trade printings. I know. It's, I had it's a, literally such a huge part of my job. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I, I had someone uh, actually this this week uh, come in to try and buy Sandman for their friend who was currently reading it, and I'm like, oh, okay, God. so you have to figure kind? out. <laughs> you have to figure out which edition they're reading because Sandman has been printed in like nine okay, different so versions. Are they small books? Or do they fat... need a lect? Do they need a lectern to read it? <laughs> is it one of those fat boys that's like two trades and one trade, or yeah. is it a hardcover that's two trades and one crate? Or is it the tiny, and then, tiny, skinny boys? It's so right. Much. And trying to explain this to people who don't know what comics are in general yeah. is yeah. it's just like it's just a book, man. I've had to. The 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 one that really gets me that like it's it's no one's fault, uh, but there's a specific brand of people where the only comic book they've ever read is Saga, and that's fine. <laughs> but they call the volumes issues, yes. so they're like, "Hey, do you mm. have the newest issue of Saga?" And I'm like, "Do you mean sixty one or do you mean 10? Yep. Right. And they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Exactly." Or do you mean okay. four? Because Here's, they only read the deluxe could, editions. Yeah, you could yeah. also. <laughs> yeah. You could also always tell because you start using very specific lingo, and then you can tell in the eyes, like oh, almost yeah. right like, away, whether they just, know what you're talking about. They glaze yeah. over. The worst is, <laughs> yep. um, honestly, uh, Spider-Man, but specifically Ultimate uh, Spider-Man. Fuck off! Mm. It's, it's just like, hey, I want to, oh, I want to learn about yep. Miles Morales, and I'm just like, good luck. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, because the freaking million miles Spider-Man series, like, just... They just, they like, just keep happening. Just, Stop doing like that. Sometimes, same, same. sometimes they're called Spider-Man. Sometimes they're called Miles Morales. Sometimes they're Miles Morales Spider-Man. Sometimes like, it's Ultimate Spider-Man. Sometimes it's... Uh, yep. Sometimes it's just kidding, not Miles, but it's still Miles. It's wild, <laughs> Just bro. kidding, it's not Miles. Oops, not Miles. <laughs> no, he's in the other Spider-Man book. Honestly, the fact that... um trade printings are convoluted and Marvel keeps rebooting everything back to number one. It should is, be the s- easiest fucking thing on the planet. You know what's great? The fact that it's not easy is job security for me. I because guess, yeah. Go- a simple right. Google won't answer those questions. You need to actually dude, find yep. an expert whose trying only job Google, is just knowing that. Dude, <laughs> trying to Google what's collected and what is impossible. I know. It's impossible. They're, like, oh, I want to read Rat World. How do I buy that? No one knows. I do. No one knows. You know what? I do specifically because I have 
uh, databases that you do not. That's that's the right. only way that I'm able to do yeah. that. It it's is job up. security. It's beautiful. It's smart, it. Keep but it's fucked it. up. Keep doing it. I still think there's a special place in hell for people who make the decision to change the layout of the spine art of a book halfway through a run. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. go no, fuck yourself and go also, to hell. They deserve their own level of hell. Also, yeah. I'm with you 100%. That drives was, me crazy. Also, whoever's choice it was for every DC book to move the volume number from the spine mm. to the oh. back of the book. Go fuck yourself. It's you know like being a ter- mm. personally tortured in hell by <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah. You know what's funny with that one is that God, I know exactly what like retail marketplace Oh. ad guy suggested that because yeah. if you put something if you actually take it off the shelf and it's in your hand it increases the likelihood that someone's gonna Correct. buy it like tenfold but also fuck you like oh, just right, yeah. right. it's yeah. a book but what if it's i'm looking th- yeah i'm looking for four yeah it's yeah it's, it's not it makes uh, more yeah. sense when you're talking about like like sticker prices like we put the little uh price tag sticker on the side of the funko pop so you actually have to pick it up to look at the price brilliant not brilliant with a book Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I hate even more when specifically with event trades mm. that have all the books that you need to know what this event is and then they don't put them in order. Yeah. Why? Seriously, just die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you put them in order? Yeah, I don't. It's I don't. the stupidest fucking yeah. thing I've ever seen. Like, just put them in. So, like, I, there's one specifically I think about. It's the fucking Spider Verse collection. Yeah, oh, Spider Verse yeah. collection. Because it's the first six of the Spider Verse books are in the front, and then like this, like a third, two thirds of the trade are the tie-ins, and you have to keep flipping back and forth because there's just little bubbles. This happened in this issue. It's like cool. Someone died or some shit, and like I found out <laughs> in an editor's note. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, that's so that's just that's bad editing of whoever put that book together. Honestly, because like I, I, I so keep wanting to do the Spider Verse as like an episode or like it's a great. special episode, but like fuck trying to read that it's, because yeah, if it's it was big. in a nice organized trade, it would be a fucking amazing game. It's like the same thing as um Jonathan Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers because those books were running concurrently We're next to each other for an FF. Yeah, but like the only way they. The initial way that they were printed was like the first five issues of Avengers and the first five issues of New Avengers. So whichever you read first spoiled the other one because you're not reading them every other book like you should have been. Yeah. And but now they're <sighs> they're putting out like the Jonathan Hickman Ultimate Collection. So in the right order. So in the right order. It's just like why why was that not the idea to begin with? Like I don't understand. I don't I don't get See, it. Man. I yeah. Uh, I love Omnibuy, uh, not just because they're like you know, really nice looking on the shelf and they collect a lot of stuff. But the real reason why I'm willing to like just get so much despite them being really pricey is that because they put everything in order. That is yeah. true. Yes. And they collect. That is nice. And if it's like the Wolverine omnibus, it literally collects. It's like it goes by the year and it collects every time Wolverine appeared in something. Oh, there's a miniseries that's supposed to go in between issue five and six. <laughs> it collects that miniseries. That's like, wild. That is that's nice. awesome. That is the nice. best way to read things. Yeah, it's the only way. Because really. otherwise it's impossible. Yeah, no, right. I, I literally just bought all three uh, Grant Morrison Batman Omnibuy for that reason. Because I've <sighs> read it all, but like I have One, no idea what order. Amazing order. Said- 
Amazing order, and two, they are gorgeous. Of course, yeah. No, They're right behind my head. Oh, I know. They're so nice. The, they're right there. Oh, I, the I, the, I recognize them. That's so, like yeah. the uh, the Hellboy omnibus editions are really great. Yeah, they're great. The original for that too. trades weren't even numbered. No. Right. Oh man, they're, they're <laughs> supposed to stand alone, but they don't. <laughs> Looking at like... old like old trades, it's it's crazy because it's like here's here's this book, here's Spider Man. We collected issues one, five, nine, and a right. and like, an excerpt from. Doing? This this article is like why? What is one, all of this? One five like nine question mark. <laughs> right. Yeah. Man, we're we're really breaking format here. We don't usually we don't usually uh, trash complain. things we don't like we don't, about. Yeah, comics. we don't usually complain, but uh, I think but, like, this let's is let's be real. Everyone can rel- like this is something yeah, this that is, everyone's this on the is same the thing page that on. everyone has a pet peeve about. Like I know we've talked about it before when like like <sighs> DC is really guilty of this, but like starting to come out with something in one format and then just stopping halfway through and they don't even put uh, out the rest of the series. It's just like, t- ah, dude. die, die. Why? And, <laughs> and Casey dude, and I being oh God, workers, yeah. you know. Yeah, it no, it's a specifically it's a, like, a specific This pain. is my favorite. This one right here, those those books right above my head. Um, uh-huh. You guys can't see it, but it's the Tom King Batman run. I, and then they immediately, change colors on the spine halfway through and it drives me fucking crazy. It uh, I recognized it for that reason. It drives me nuts. Like when you it pointed at nuts. it, I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's the Tom King. Yeah, because half uh, of them are white. You know what? You know what I need to start doing. I need to. I need to set up an Etsy where I make alternate dust covers. You would make books. a bazillion dollars. I'm telling you right fucking now. If they all matched and were the same or made like a pattern, you would make so much fucking money. There's actually yeah. a huge market. I'm sure. For, there's a huge market for, um, handmade omnibuses where people yeah. buy the issues binding and well, then they, they just bind them all together yeah. which is wild yeah. to me uh i thought it's about doing cool. that sending my isn't there that company that bound yeah there's a company, company that, that does it gets like older issues and makes like those custom like the spines like make a huge picture yeah like, oh, i can't th- remember th- the th- name of them uh yes but also those are uh british uh um, yeah but like, there's like like Marvel ones. There's some DC ones, but I feel like they went out of there's a um, some shit. There's a company called Eagle Moss that. Oh uh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah they, they, like, they went. Yeah. They went out of business. Yeah, they're very well known <laughs> for making Star Trek ships and mm. Doctor Who figurines out of lead. Yeah, um, bunch of nice. lead. Everything is lead. Nice. But, but they also did this collection of like Batman trades that are all hard right. covers that all make like one big. They're That'll never finish because they because they went out of business. Yo, you know what's yeah, really I funny about those that lead figures? Yeah, you know what's really funny about those lead figures is um to sell them in America because it is illegal to sell a lead toy for the most obvious reasons. Um, it's actually when somebody bought it because we used to sell them in the shop. When somebody buys it, they're actually buying a magazine and it comes with a free figure. Like that's the workaround. Brilliant. And I was like, man, Brilliant. capitalism is cool, guys. Let's just sell lead tight love it <laughs> no they're giving it away for free yeah 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 yeah. Casey, no, of course free lead bro yeah for, free these lead. things you don't put it in your mouth it's fine yeah, yeah. Well, fine. that's the thing is every time i saw one it was like don't let your kid touch it don't just Warhammer don't do it used to be it. made out of lead i know that's why wild. we had so many serial killers in the 70s it was lead pipes in the plumbing in northern california all right, enough of that. So uh, <laughs> let's let's get back on format. Let's talk about comic books that we do enjoy. Speaking uh, of what are comics, I don't even know what, where, where we are. Dude, anymore. I don't even know, man. So we talked about the uh, the kind of intro to this last week, but I got uh, Sins of Sinister number one by Kieran Gillen, <laughs> Luce, Lucas Wernick, and Brian Valenza. 
So um we finally see what uh Sinister's been planning this whole time and Sinister's it's... been a naughty, naughty boy. Yes, <laughs> he he's getting coal for Christmas this year for sure. It's yeah, almost yeah. like his, it's in the name that we could have seen <laughs> that he was gonna do yeah. something sinister like It's this. almost like he's told us that this was coming the entire time. Yeah, when tell when someone tells <laughs> oh, you who they are, believe them that whole thing. Right, Speaking exactly. of which, um a a customer pointed this out to me and it's so fucking cool. Um the first issue of Immortal X-Men, there's like, or it might have even been earlier than that, but there's like Sinister's like sassy facts or whatever, like the hot tea yeah. from the uh, mm-hmm. the Blue Lagoon oh, or wherever yeah, the fuck yeah. the bar is called. Um, it's Sinister explaining, <laughs> it's Sinister, ex- Sinister explaining every single issue of Immortal X-Men. It's like every like fact is like, the day of judgment is upon us. And that's like the judgment day tie. Yeah, in. They gave you everything there. The one where he finally goes to the pit in 10 is like, finally, somebody that deserves it is going to the pit. And like, it, yeah, it's, oh, it's him. Yeah. Just, that's a while ago. It's hilarious. That. Kieran Gillen just, just telling us the plot the whole time. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Love dude. That. Yeah. So, God, how do we break down this big plan? So I love this to of... me, my me's line. It's just so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, basically, so good. basically every all of the X Men are sinisters. Yeah, so point. so basically what Sinister's yeah. been doing, uh this like so they asked him to come in during Hawksbox. I'm like, we need your your genetic Yo, material. Hey, we need we need bodies. Can you help we need us out? we need all of the, we need the your DNA. genetic material? You need to be more specific than that when you're talking to Sinister. Yeah, yeah. I'm but need then you but to then clarify. they were and they said all of it, please, and not a problem because he's, like, okay, he's been do I collecting fill it. the jar or uh... <laughs> gross. Um, but yeah, so that was just like the plan to start, right? That was his like they they eventually will it's b- baked in that they won't need him anymore. Um but what he did immediately was put part of himself as a chimera he put an into override every switch and fucking everything. Every single person <laughs> that was resurrected. The problem was he didn't anticipate hope just naturally purging that Fixing out. It. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so, like she was didn't even realize it was there and was like fixing it when she put the soul back into the body, the so ghost into the shell, if you will. Yeah, well, so I tried to kill Hope and and then sinister her. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> so sinister <laughs> Hope is the scariest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, she and is Xavier terrifying because that's uh, the crux uh, of the plan right there. And also, she Xavier sinister Xavier is pretty bad. Pretty fucked up because yeah, that's the whole plot of Ten was just like. Hey, how bad would it be if somebody not me had this power? Oh, wait. Well, I guess we're going to find out. I'm Mr. Sinister. Well, we, we find out because then they just, well, we'll let Adam talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what does that bring us to? Um, Base, well, it brings us to them it, Sinister opening up resurrection to the entire world so he could literally Sinister the world. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, also that's like the big plan, like this, that, <laughs> and it and it jumps forward in ways that are really interesting because it's yeah. it's like yeah, a total get, Age of Apocalypse thing. We get like, like yeah. a year zero, a year one, and a year five, mm. and a year ten because it's powers 10, of yeah. powers of ten. Of course, remember, yeah. <laughs> but so like his his first plan of attack is all right. We have to basically lobotomize Krakoa. Using so, yeah. space lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Which he gets... Dude, I'm just loving the... 
uh, like every page is like, oh shit, we got to figure out the problem. And then it's just everyone slowly revealing that they're a sinister. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, everyone's fucked. Got it. Yeah. We've got to forge sinister because of course. Except for Storm, I think she's the only Storm one. She's the only not. one because she deleted she her backups. backups. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she removed herself from the um the resurrection, the resurrection and circle. Right? She hasn't died yet because she's a badass. Right. Yeah. And she's a badass. Yeah. Yeah. You don't kill Storm. So Storm and then uh, one of the solo books is going to be Storm and her team of, I guess, people that haven't turned. Well, because the, 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 the entire the planet. Iraqi are all people that refuse to be resurrected. So like right. they're them being a warfaring like nation that doesn't respect the resurrection because it's like against their like warrior code is yeah. actually going to be the savior for this whole thing. And then because Wiz none Kid of them. and Cable. Yeah. <laughs> I like all these weird little plot points that that kind of push things along and like get the human race on board. Like there's there's uh It's brilliant. A, a threat yeah. of a Thanos genocide, and the way they solve it is they shrink Juggernaut and Using shoot Juggernaut at through Thanos. time, through yeah. time, through a, time. A, a Juggernaut <laughs> bullet, a bullet made him, of Juggernaut. They make him small with Micromax. Yeah, Go yeah. Micromax. Fucking and then crazy. Hope takes the shot, doesn't she? Yeah, Hope, yeah, Hope really loves shooting stuff in this because, like the, that, I was raised by Cable piece of her is really coming out but yeah. like yeah. she's also sinister so <laughs> sinister hope is is becoming one of my favorite characters i love this arc where they use the space laser to kill krakoa and then blame it on orcus as yeah. an attack on earth yep. and get all of the other heroes to help them defeat orcus yeah yes. it's yeah. fucking yeah. brilliant yeah, yeah that, no, gets, that gets the avengers a, on board sinister's yeah. a phenomenal tactician when you don't have to worry about morals well, and when everyone's on your side. Well, yeah. You but, just do whatever the fuck you want. He's yeah. turning people to his side by manipulating the situation. It's a classic Ozymandias situation where it's like, I'm going right. to solve the Cold War, but because I killed all of New York City. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. I'm going to yep. murder Krakoa and therefore <laughs> right. save, our, save us from Orcus. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, they get Neymar by... Um, a boudoir murder by Emma Frost. So <laughs> I that's like an issue I that. would like to get. That's how I die. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we all die, RJ. And that's how they remove Doom from the board is Doom tries to recruit Neymar, Neymar not right? knowing yeah. that Neymar is compromised. Yeah, man. And then this shit they do with the Eternals is fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Like they get Iraqi to fucking fight with the Eternals and Again. I guess get both the Iraqi and the Eternals off the board. Yeah. And then and then they, they get rid Uranus of the Fantastic and... Four in an interesting way. <laughs> right. Dude, yeah. Like they they like up way. <laughs> your Ben, but then like also give everybody else the rock curse and then Ben strangles everybody. It's like really fucking weird. Well cause because the um opening the resurrection to everyone then means that you can like hack your body and so ben immediately does it because he doesn't want to be a rock monster anymore so nobody else was compromised like like um uh yeah he just wanted to kill yeah, them like, for make yeah yeah like reed so didn't he blasts get it him and, with the same cosmic rays that turned him into a rock exactly yeah. yeah and then yeah and then murdered them because he's also sinister 
Yeah, he just slowly replaces every hero and X-Men and Storm. And, and, and makes the fucking... Avengers look like fascists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Classic. And then Storm starts to catch on because Storm figures out that um, Nightcrawler isn't Nightcrawler. This is at the five-year point. Yeah. And then they reveal that Nightcrawler's been just horribly mutated into some sort of dark beast. Because he's still, like, got that... Yeah, he's got the fucked up horns. into evil thing going on, right? Well, I guess that never got fixed. It never got fixed, so he just... He continued he just kept the devolving. Yeah. Which is really fucking sad. Storm looking fucking badass, too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this fucking... This design is awesome. The storm turns on... Uh, on Sinister, then pairs up with um, Mystique and uh, Destiny, right? Destiny. Sorry, I forgot her name for a second. She pairs up <laughs> with uh, Mystique and Destiny. So I guess this is her starting to build this brotherhood of mutants that we're getting soon. Yep. And then yeah, Shaw I, becomes I do also like love... what you king of his own like piece of hell. As a way to get like the the lower realms to kind of get off everyone's back. Yeah. They take fucking take everything out. Like magic fucking takes out Asgard. With the yeah. uh Surter Sword. The With the Surter sword. sword, which I'm so glad we read Thor, because like, cool, I know what that sword is. Yeah. And then there's just <laughs> one splash page of Wanda just getting vaporized somehow with the caption. No more Wanda, just oh, in case. That was so good. <laughs> Which, like, pretty smart on Sinister's part, if we're yeah. being honest. <laughs> These Chimera fucking X-Men yeah. are fucking sick looking, too. So he yeah. keeps, like, splicing together X-Men. Like, we get a Wolverine with, what, like, laser claws? Yeah. Uh, a, Colossus, a Colossus Beast. Beast. Yeah. <laughs> he should have sent like his a- turtle, though. His Cyclops turtle. Oh yeah, I fucking love his turtle. So then we get to year ten, and it's just you know dystopian future. We have people lining up to get this X gene thing, which is just going to make them sinisters. Yep. Yeah, and then just wanted posters for Aurora. So happy that Foggy's out there still fighting the good fight. (laughs) Yeah, happy to see that. That made me happy. Why is no one asking these questions? Yeah. Well, it's also Ben Urich. That's the first. That's the first page where we realize that it's been opened up to humans because he he goes to. Um, he tries to see if Jameson's been turned. Yeah, he yeah, tries and to he, sell and the story some... to Jameson, and Jameson turns out to be a sinister. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah and they're yeah, like, he... yeah, we we knew that you'd come snooping around and figure out what we were up to, so we, um, yeah, made we sure you a to... fake test. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Yeah. Which yep. is so sinister. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> move on. Moving on. <laughs> I just like how it turns into like him just like jerking himself off for a bit because he's just hanging out with different versions of himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Quiet Council is just him having a conversation with a bunch of different versions of himself. Which but- is an ideal situation for him, you know? Yeah. We start to find out though that like because he put enough of each person's character and and personality into these clones mm-hmm. that those are starting to conflict with his programming. Like yeah. Emma still wants to do what's best for the kids. Um fucking Xavier still has his ideal dream. Exodus is still 
whatever the fuck his deal is. <laughs> whatever Hope wants. He's a Hope <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. And Hope is like, well, I have to save everyone. So, right. you know, by saving everyone, I have to save everyone from themselves. So, I guess he goes to initiate some sort of Hail Mary plan that he has in place in his lab, which is... Well, he, he's going to go break, break a Moira in case of emergency. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He has, he has his Moira protocols. Yes. But his lab is, like, gone. Empty. No so, Moiras. Yeah. Oops, no more. It's just Yeah, I just like how the, the supreme confidence of someone that thinks that they have a way out and now that's been pulled out from he, under the, underneath of him, and he's like, "Fuck!" He's got no Moira. <laughs> he's got nice. no more Moira. Yeah, <laughs> but just like this whole era of Sinister we've been watching, he's been doing all this crazy shit just under the assumption that he could just try again. Right. And now this is the first time he has to like live with the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so, yeah, like, not, that'll be not a person that does very well when he has to reap the right. the you know, his especially since, <laughs> right. Especially since what Adam is saying, like the pro his programming is starting to wear off for lack of a better term. So eventually they're going to be like, Sinister, Oh fuck. This is all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not good. <laughs> so yeah. What a great way to start an event though. I'm, yeah, I, I love really this. I, I love that. We're, we're getting it things are kind of boiling up to a point. It's it's also it's also interesting too like it's yet another X-Men utopia that's getting kind of destroyed. <laughs> yeah, and yet another. Classic. <laughs> and like this really felt like all right, we figured it all out this time and no we still they, can't do it. they didn't. Because they yeah. let well, that motherfucker on the Quiet Council. Like, yeah, that's the yeah. thing is like everyone was like this is going to end badly if we have apocalypse and Sinister. It turns out he was like the Shaw. least Apocalypse was like the least of their problems. Yeah. Not really, hilarious. because all of Ten of Swords happened because of him. <laughs> yeah, but like ultimately that only really like fucked him over. And yeah. Rockslide. And Rockslide, that's true. I wonder if Apocalypse coming back is how this all gets back. Because he's been off the table for a minute now. Like well, long enough like, for everyone to forget that he's the trump card because he's completely locked out, right? In that, yeah, he's like in the in old other... Iraqi world, yeah, yeah, with his with his wife, yeah. Anyway, yeah, he has been off the table for a minute. Uh, Someone's got to be working on that, right? Thing to be paying attention to. That's we got to get Blue Dad back. I, I mean, as cool as that would be, I I wouldn't, um, uh count out a pissed off storm yes yeah. oh, he's enough to do because he's like brain dead and emma oh, also Krakoa. has a book so yep yeah i saw the name of the books there's like a i like a moral x-men great name for a book yeah <laughs> like, oh, <good>. yep <laughs> and there's like a night brother night crawlers and a uh like the storm book so yeah that'll be it's a pretty good little series we got going yeah i'm i'm finally like back back in the fold with x-men i'm finally following what's happening <laughs> There was like a Welcome. whole, like the whole Eternals Welcome thing back. I kind of fell asleep on. Um, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I get it though. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. But I, I'm with you. I kind of caught back up too. All right. Well, speaking of X-Men. That's a good, that's a good transition. It's because we are an X-Men podcast, yeah. everybody. 
Uh, I have Exterminators number five by Leah Williams, Carlos Gomez, and Brian Valenza. Oh my Finally God. over. <laughs> Once again, the horniest oh book God, of the week. Fucking book. <laughs> well, this and Casey's are probably the horniest books of the week. Mm, but that's true. Um, that's true. So, Dazzler has uh, gotten um, the the rights by the, the vampire nation, essentially, to be the first to get dibs on her ex's um, like, bef- before they take uh, her ex into custody for eternity, she gets dibs on him first. So, she gets a bunch of people together, and <laughs> there's a big, like, uh, uh, was it, uh, changing montage. Um, oh, yeah. And then they all show up at his bar that he owns to, uh, seduce women, and they just, they, they just fucking destroy it. <laughs> well, after she uh, bought it, she does buy it though. Yeah, she reveals yeah, that. Af- yeah, yeah. She reveals that she has bought the bar because uh, Alex was using it as a it was like had bought it under like a fake name, and it hadn't yeah. actually been sold uh, in the like nineties. So she bought it, and they're like, they're happy to sell it to a celebrity. Yeah, it's great. And then, yeah, they get to fucking dude. That would be so therapeutic to a get a fucking be able to call in a favor from Dracula. Yep. To do that's <laughs> yo, Dracula owe me cool. one. And then just be able to beat the shit out of your ex boyfriend and destroy his fucking cesspool lair like that. Yeah, I, had to I would feel use good, that for man. something stupid. Like, I need help raking the leaves. Let me see what Dracula's up to. <laughs> I mean, when you have the option to shut down a human trafficking like yeah. ring in space, uh, I think I'd choose that before the raking the leaves. Just, but that's just me. Yeah, but like I don't have problems like that. My problems are <laughs> not you know, yet. Not leaves. right now. If you knew Dracula, you might have that problem. Yeah, that's fair. If you owe <laughs> Dracula a or if Dracula owes you a favor, you usually you have you're the kind of person with big problems. You've been through some <laughs> shit. <laughs> you actually just picked up Dracula's Draculating. He was like, "All right, I owe you one." I just, gonna, yeah, I just have Dracula out back painting my fence. He can't, he can't go outside. <laughs> so just be like, I don't know why I hang. Well, out he just has this. to do it at night. Yeah, yeah it's gonna to look it terrible. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, he's regular. I wanted it to be dies. blue. It is blue, dude. It's pink. You fucking <laughs> idiot. He's like, why do I uh, hang out with this guy? <laughs> All right. Um. Well. Uh, since Alex um, is protected by the the uh, was it collector it was a collector right the yeah one uh, what were they called what are those the all the cosmic entities oh um, and, uh, oh yeah the I don't Thanos know. murders Titans yeah fuck I forget maybe I know there's like the gardener and the in betweener and um, I thought that was like a show about teenagers. Those are different titans. <laughs> I meant the in-betweeners, but also, that also works. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Going off the rails. Anyway, let's fucking go uh, back to this sexy so, book of ladies beating the shit out of people. The, so Dazzler needs someone to take care of the game, uh, the collector, while um, she goes and beats up Alex in his bar. Uh, so she sends the rest of the exterminators, and they, they plan, and there's this 
data page that's a group chat and they add <laughs> they add Laura and then boom boom immediately shares a meme and then Laura leaves and then so it's like someone add her back so they add her back and then she shares, shares the same meme and keeps leaving it's so reminds funny. us of our group chat yeah oh very much so and the meme is like just a dopey looking cat going you got games on your phone and it's just like it's such a dumb meme that I, Laura leaving makes perfect sense. This it, just feels like a group chat that happened in the ex bullpen. Like that yeah. just feels yeah. like what this is. Yeah. Jonathan um, Hickman has left the chat. Wait, shit, yeah, we yeah. need him. Come back. Yeah, no, please come back, Jonathan. You got so games on your phone. Oh, he's gone again. God damn it. <laughs> so the collector is being fought by uh, Laura and Boom Boom and Jubilee. And Laura starts like uh, beating his ass. And then he. Uh, Final Fantasy form changes. And, dude, um, dude, what a great way to describe that. <laughs> this isn't and, even my final form. It's true. That's awesome. And then uh, Boom Boom takes out a rocket launcher and Jubilee, she's, she's like, why do you have a rocket launcher? You are the rocket launcher. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. And, and then he's like, you can't kill me. It's like, yeah, but it'd be fun to try. And she just shoots him. And then Jubilee uh, essentially um, like has she's like i've wanted to try this for a while and she essentially makes like a mini nuke of herself and yeah she blo- nukes herself yeah which is, which is a brilliant awesome. it's a brilliant deconstruction of her power set because she she even she's like taunting the collector and she's like you know what my powers are right and he's like oh yeah it's like a pyrotechnic and she's like yeah but like more than that on an a a, like subatomic level and he's like right. you wouldn't she's like oh no I'm fucking about to though I'm gonna try <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really funny I, like I don't know for some reason because of Jubilee being in the like X-Men cartoon she's always the, the one of the ones that like the, her powers have been a meme like people Absolutely. have just like made fun of her because she's got like sparkly lights but right. no she you can, just, you can just make nukes like I don't understand why people <laughs> think that that's all she does like I, this is just another great example of this new era of X writers really thinking about these power sets and it's like what they actually mean. Yeah. It's also, um, I don't think this is a mistake at all. It's completely purposeful that Leah Williams picked three <laughs> characters that are notoriously mocked because they are a women B light powers. They have powers that control light. Mm. So like the fact that you underestimate them, is going to be your downfall because they are fierce as fuck and they're going to nuke you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I think it. that's completely per- like purposeful. And then there's a, there's a good like flashback scene of uh, Jubilee bribing magic uh, to like, <laughs> yeah. for eventually to come get her because once she explodes, um, all her hair and clothes fall off. And then <laughs> magic just swoops in, and then you find out later that she bribed her with like a limbo puppy. It's like a limbo like demon <laughs> that the collector that they, had. Yeah, that, that they rescued. It's adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah I so do that, also love that when she nukes herself, it does just like her hair is gone, and they're like, "You look like a naked mole rat." She's like, "Cool." <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Ball jubilee is a vibe. It's it's. It's a kink. I didn't know it was a kink, but it is now. Yeah, just hairless <laughs> jubilee. Just hairless jubilee. Uh, it, uh, it's yeah, hot. one of those Xbox achievement unlock badges. Just I can't wait up. for uh, that Marvel Legend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the build a figure for the next set. 
Yeah. <laughs> Naked Jubilee with no hair, just covered tastefully by smoke. So then the, the last scene is them all hanging out in the bar that's just completely ruined now. And they're like, what are you going to what are you gonna do with this bar now, Dazzler? She's like, I, I don't know. Uh, my favorite part of that whole scene is uh, Laura like running in with like four beers in her hands. She's like, it's beer o'clock, sluts! I immediately regret that. You guys are terrible influence. <laughs> she, yeah, she I, am, I am to... setting this as the wallpaper of my phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. She was trying That's... to fit in, and then she's like, no, doesn't work. <laughs> I did it wrong. It doesn't I did it fit. Wrong. Uh, I, did, I didn't like it. She's just not yeah, the same I'm, person. I'm going to come into work every day and just shout, it's beer o'clock, sluts! Like, every time. That's just my, mm. that's my move. I don't that's care great. what time it is. <laughs> that's, dude, any time is beer o'clock. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm posting oh, this okay. in, in, my, in my work group chat every day at five until I get fired. But I also <laughs> like that, um... <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. It won't be long, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it'll take maybe it's, a week. It's one beer clock slut before you get fired. <laughs> <laughs> or just before oh, no. I get my Slack account taken away. You're bought- it's like, good yeah. luck figuring out how to do this job without Slack. All right. Um, so uh, before we get to my... Oh, do you have, or are you done? Oh, Andrea, no. I didn't want to interrupt. Okay, uh, go ahead. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it ends with uh, the exterminators will return, question mark. So, I mean, I don't know. They, I, I need more. I need more. They, feels, they will return individually in different books. This it, is feels, like, <laughs> it feels like a tease if we don't get more of this. Like, I like the fact that, that it happened at book. all is amazing. I like that it just like it ends with them like officially like creating the team. Like the exterminators like actually like that's their group name now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the second they named the group chat that that yeah. that's when it became the name of the team. Right. That's the best. That's part. when it becomes. Is this, official. Like, is this so, the last issue, or are we getting more? It yeah. is. It's the last issue? Yeah. Question mark. I swear to God, every time we get a good Leah book, it ends. Like it's yeah. six issues max. Yeah, yeah, they get they give her yeah like a like a mini series or when they promise her an ongoing, they just fuck right. it up and turn it into an event that nobody wanted. Um, this might be my favorite thing she's written though. This, it's really yeah, it's really, really good. It was really this is the fun. most fun I've had in a comic book in forever. Like it is so good. And I, I, we've talked about this like every time this book comes out, but the like unapologetic female friendship aspect right. is like mm. that doesn't yeah. happen. That's great. I feel like there's so much in comics where like women are pitted against each other because it's some kind of fucked up male fantasy thing. It's but like the, the like, opposite of that. Yeah, no, this is the like it's aggressively we, the opposite yeah, of that. It yes. was really and fun reading. Like, Fuck uh, your shitty boyfriend. We're it was really yeah, fun exactly. reading the comments of of dumb people. Just being really confused, or like, but art hot and women be, like feminism. Like, I don't. Yeah, I'm understand. sure there's a lot of unwashed opinions that are pretty. It's just fun to it's read just hurting their book. brain. Right. That, yeah, yeah. That they're feminist. Yeah. They're strong feminist vibes, and also they got fucking donk for days. <laughs> yeah, like we, we've said this. Some would say like me. We've said this about previous <laughs> issues too, Some. where like it's no. it's sexy but empowering. And no, absolutely. That short which is the sexiest certain, thing in the world. A certain absolutely. kind of comic book reader, and it's great. Yeah, and it's very yeah, like it's like one of those. It's very clearly written by a woman. Like it's yeah. just very obvious. I mean, point of fact. Way. Point of fact. Uh, they made a brief appearance in an issue of X Men written by Jerry Dugan, which is it was fine, but it definitely felt awkward coming from not Leah. It just didn't feel you the can't, same. Yeah. You can't get that vibe if you're not Leah. <laughs> also, I, I yeah. uh, hope that. 
Leah and Carlos work together again because I feel like after Mary Jane and then this book, they're like they they work just on the same wavelength. Yeah, just, they're on the yeah. same page. And Carlos's art 100%. is so good. It's so yeah. so good. It's great. Incredible. Um, but yeah. Um, before we move on to the second sexiest book of the week, uh, it took me a minute to find it. Uh, I had I had to dig through my my comics, but uh, I pulled out Immortal X Men number one just to go back to the the thing I mentioned mm. with Sinister predicting the whole thing. Um, a lot of it is like pretty obvious, and I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Uh, but uh. Yeah, it's the Red Diamond Immortal Sinister Secrets. Number 10. Finally, someone who actually deserves it is getting thrown in the pit. Good riddance. Number 11. Oh, no. Period. Number 12. (laughs) Help. Just help me. It stretches on endless and cold. Infinity balloons and a a scream is too big for my head. This is a hell of my own making. Hell is other people. Hell is also me. <laughs> so you're saying this plus, is gonna get good? Uh, thirteen plus everything is fine. Because <laughs> oh. they get him back out of the hole. Yeah. Um, oh, so oh, oh, I just love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell is other people. Hell is also me. Is right. sins of sinister because it's, it's all him right. and it's hell. Yeah. Beautiful. Fucking. We That's don't deserve so Kieran Gillen. Uh. I yeah. God. I had to just derail <laughs> it for a second to go back to that. Um. If you have the comic handy, it's the, all the other ones are funny too. I just don't have time. That's to great. Them. Um, yeah. So um, on to another very, very sexy, very sexy book. Um, it is Batman One Bad Day, Catwoman Number One, uh, by G. Willow Wilson and Jamie McKelvey. Uh, this has been the one I've been hyped about the whole time because this Jamie McKelvey. McKelvey art. Just, mm. yeah, stupid. I, I'd read anything by it's him. Stupid good. Anyway, but then it's it's Catwoman, and then it's Catwoman just spouting facts that uh, <laughs> <laughs> like just facts. Uh, literally, literally the like literally literally the second page. <laughs> it's it's her walking through a housing rights protest. Like housing is a human right. Tax the rich. Like. Like uh, uh, rent is too high. Keep keep Gotham affordable. Um, and it's her walking through that, explaining that uh, the state exists solely to protect uh, capital. It doesn't exist to protect people, and it doesn't exist to protect uh, even property. It exists to protect capital. Just like, I'm sorry, is this a fictional book? about a Batman character? <laughs> like, <laughs> it feels like it was only allowed because, um, specifically it's like, she's a quote unquote villain, you know? Uh, yeah. It was like, so they have some kind of like plausible deniability. Anyway, um, the rest of the book is, it flashes back to when she was a kid and incredibly poor. And her mom has to pawn a like priceless family heirloom just to make rent. And the pawn shop guy is like, hey, look, like, I get that you think that this is priceless, but it's actually a forgery. Like, this isn't real. It's, a, it's supposed to be this, like, specific jewelry designer um, from World War II who made these designs, these, like, brooches that were a, like, quiet resistance against the Nazi occupation. Um, so when the Nazis were kicked out of France, it's, this pendant was made with a bird, like, leaving a cage, um, to symbolize, like, their liberation from, from the Nazi regime. Um, 
Yeah, so Catwoman finds out that that so quote unquote forgery of a priceless brooch is in a museum and being sold for like three hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, and so she's just like mother fuckers. Nobody can have this but me. Uh, <laughs> like absolutely fuck everyone. And so she, you know, spoiler alert, she steals it. Uh, but part of the first part is no, her. Calvin? What? Um, Camp. That's we do. We do wild, also bro. see her casing the joint in like you know fancy ballroom gown attire and like this fucking my fucking god, woman design is arms, just... arms. I all I see are arms. The arms are the uh, best part. <laughs> holy fuck! Like there's just a lot. The, the lines on the character design. It's just like this is just too perfect. Like there's a lot that's sexy about Catwoman, but arms. Uh. <laughs> um, the the color in this book is so good, I, and DC it's, it's so in sharp. general lately, the color, yeah. the color palettes and the lighting are just yeah. so good. They have some oh, of the yeah. best color artists. And I think Jamie colored it themselves. Like I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that Jamie colored it. just made it. me want to pick up Wicked and Divine again. And just, I know, yep, right? Put, put my eyeballs on that for a while. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so while she's casing the joint with her, her big beefy sexy arms, um, this, <laughs> this, uh, this woman comes up and starts like telling her the story of the whole thing. And she's the one who like explains to her like the symbolism and like, how? Telling her the story of the thing that she lived through. Yeah, so telling the story of like <laughs> this poor, this this poor woman who couldn't afford rent had to pawn it. She had no idea what she had, and it's just you know, um, fortune never seems to fall upon those who deserve it. The have-nots remain have-nots, and the haves become have-mores. And like Selena starts crying, and uh, like Selena makes note to be like, no one should be able to rock me when I'm staking out a a a, a fucking job like this is ridiculous that this woman was able to get me with my own fucking story you know um so she's on high alert and she manages to sneak in and like does a whole switcheroo in like the back of the auction because the 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 brooch is being auctioned off for like 300 million and uh does a great like Groucho Marx style, like whoopsie, I dropped my plate of, <laughs> you know, hors d'oeuvres and uh, snatches it, and immediately she goes to sell it, defends it because, of course, uh, she's like, look, sentimental value is one thing, but three hundred million dollars is going to do me a hell of a lot more good than this brooch. Uh, so it wasn't just buying it back or stealing it back for pride; it was the money, you know, the money that her mom deserved in the first place. Um, then that jewelry dealer who is like her guy tells her it's fake and that it is a <laughs> perfect forgery, but it is a forgery nonetheless. Um, so she's immediately just like, motherfucker. So that woman that was telling me this whole story knew all along. She's the con. I fell for her con. So she starts to go after that woman and good that's old Batman... double cross. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, and, and also through all of this, she's like talking to her sister who's like working like checkout counter at a grocery store. And she's like, guess what I did? Like, I, I, this is so great. And then like the, the sister's like, look, I got to fucking work. I don't care about a fake brooch that didn't help us. Like, 
go away, you know? <laughs> so that's that's part of Selena's motivation to cash out because, like, you know, her sister is still, like, work, working for, like, wage slavery, you know? Um, so as she's going after uh, the, the lady who conned her, Bruce tries to stop her. And uh, we get very sexy makeout time love, on the roof. I love how Batman jumps usual. on this roof and is just like staring at her like dick first. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about eating the rich. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like the way he's like just standing, it just looks like he's fucking going balls first. Because like, <laughs> yeah. it's like it is wild. Uh, as very sexy Batman, very sexy Catwoman. In this as a or, pansexual, and, this book was. Uh, absurd it's all the buttons as a straight person it was great <laughs> yeah no it's just like we've I got our bases know. covered here yeah, yeah i don't know who good. to google more um catwoman it's always catwoman uh spoiler um, yeah it's still gonna be catwoman like cat. let's be real <laughs> it's always the cat not the bat but uh the bat is yeah. hot too um yeah he's looking so, good yeah so uh so she ignores bruce's advice because he's like look this lady is like a lot and because yeah, he's tailing her too yeah, but but yeah. the the day he decides to strike is the day that Selena's tailing her. Well, he so- was a, he was gonna wait, and he's like, "Can you just not? Because I'll fucking get her in like two days." Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm gonna get her for all the people she's conned. You can get her yeah. for your con, but yeah. she's also slippery, so you might also lose her. Like, don't don't ruin this. And and yeah, Catwoman just it, 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 she's overcome by the pride and like the like the the humility that she was got and she's she's not gonna let it slide um so she goes to fight this lady and uh she this older woman kicks the absolute shit out of her uh yeah Yeah. gets her ass handed to her yeah um i forget her name she says she says the forger the forger yeah so i feel Mm -hmm. like this is like the introduction of a new villain um i know this is a one shot that's technically not in continuity but i think there's some really cool um potential there for that yeah did some good stuff in here in this book yeah um but then you know they she meets back up with bruce and he's like hey you want to you want to come home and i'll put a steak on that eye and she's like does that actually work and he's like only if it's expensive steak so we get back to the um (laughs) there's just like a lot of really good like commentary on the value of things the monetary value versus the worth of things um yeah so like this brooch is being priceless to her and being priceless in a in a financial way to some because they it like does it matter whether it was a forgery or not? No, because everything is made up and the points don't matter. Like money is fake. Uh, yeah, the story val- itself kind of is yeah. Yeah, like like value is only as important as rich people are willing to put towards something. I mean, uh, like, it, that's that's comics, right? Like, it's everything, yeah. Like, comic books are only valuable because they're scarce. Like, good ones are scarce, and collectors are willing to pay that amount. If no want one them. wanted to pay, like, $5 billion for, like, uh, Amazing Spider- or, uh, yeah, Amazing Fantasy 15, then it would, would not be that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it would it, be worth a dollar. <laughs> or it's, less, it's worth, it's worth, worth whatever the out. want is. If... If enough right. people want it and they're willing to dick wrestle over it in an auction, then yeah, that's how enough, it gets. enough obscenely rich people want it, then it creates the value. I dick wrestle someone for Meet Amazing Fantasy fifteen. I would yeah. dick wrestle somebody, and I would win because I don't have one. <laughs> I gotta. Oh god, I'm just gonna leave that one alone. 
we're a family podcast. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Is that what's happening no, now? <laughs> we tried that once and it failed. Yeah. Um, yeah that was we'll fun. talk I... about LSD sexiums another time. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so that was Catwoman One Bad Day. And I, I really hope this there's more of this. Like I want G. Willow Wilson and uh and Jamie McKelvey to to make any any other Catwoman books forever. Just just I like this Catwoman. Coming. Like this yeah. the characterization of this Catwoman I really like. Yeah. It's it it's vibes more... with the the ongoing Catwoman that's going. I think that's Teeny Howard. Yeah. That's been writing that for a while. It really vibes with that a lot. It does. It's yeah. also the best I've ever liked her current costume. I mean yeah. I like her current it, costume, but McKelvey drawing great... drew the shit out of it. It, yeah, it really drew popped the fuck out of it. Yeah, yeah, this art is fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, all right. we should add Wicked to the Divine to the the, yep. the list. That book is great. That's true. And it is gorgeous. Yep, that is <laughs> And awesome. again, another Karen Gillan specialty. Anywho, let's talk about Supermans. Supermans. Got some Action Comics 1051. Supersman. By Philip Kennedy Johnson. <laughs> Rafa Sandoval and Matt Herms. Um... I like, uh, this is kind of like the, I don't know, relaunch is the right word, but it's like, yeah, all right, this is like the new, kind of. yeah, it's kind of like the relaunch of the super family now, uh, but I love how it starts with like a article by Lois Lane, just kind of talking about the, the old metropolis and the new and how they're similar is basically the whole city's an upheaval because there's a, another planet in the sky that Superman brought home without asking. <laughs> 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 can we keep it mr president can we keep this yeah so there's lots of protesters because they don't want fucking aliens in the sky and all you know and this you know i'm sure you guys can draw some parallels if you guys want we don't have to go into that um but the whole message is basically like lois talking about yeah these are like uncertain times there's lots of challenges violent crime but just like then there's reason to hope and it's this big splash page of the the superman family now uh, which RJ told me at least two of them because I completely didn't know they existed. <laughs> That's fine. There's Superman, well, and then there's yeah. uh, Superboy, the Connor Superboy, the original Superboy, and then there's yeah. Super Superman, the uh, his son uh, yeah, John, and then there's um, new Superman, who is the Chinese Superman. Um, then there is. Uh, Kara, Supergirl, and then there yep. is um, the two War World twins, um, and then there is uh, uh, N- Natasha and Jeremy Irons. The yeah, the Iron Superman, or not Jeremy Irons? That's the <laughs> yeah, actor. Like Jer- <laughs> Jeremy Irons. John, Jeremy John, Irons. John yeah. Irons. John. Also Jeremy Henry, Irons. John Henry. Uh, he's also super. John Henry Irons, right? That's his name. <laughs> yes. Steel. Yeah, yeah. Steel and. And Steel and, and his Steel. daughter. Yeah. Um, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille Steel. Anyway. Um, awesome. So, yeah, this book kind of, I'm liking what this book is doing as a good relaunch. We're seeing um, very similar to what the Bat family is kind of doing, but it's Superman. We're getting the yeah, Super I family. Was, I was talking about this uh, at the shop, it's but it's like, it, it feels overdue for the super family to to right. be a thing because we, we've been doing bat family we've been doing spider family this long and there's like, there's a fuck enough of them well like, yeah. uh, <laughs> and they're an actual family like really some of them that up. Yeah, right. they were all i mean like 
death of Superman and then the return of Superman in the 90s, that really brought everyone together and the line was really cohesive and they were all they were all doing stuff and then but then it got all screwy and mm-hmm. Superboy died. Uh, I love it opens up with uh, I believe it's it's two of the the, the younger super kids. Um, I think it's Connor and Keenan, the, the, the Chinese Superman. Uh, they're just playing video games and he's like, all right, you know, you haven't played this before. Just stick to the using the shoulder buttons. And then he just fucking destroys. <laughs> them. Yeah, it's, so good. it's like you piece, you piece of shit. Like you, you were, you were conning me. Uh, so we're I would also some wholesome like, content. I'd like to point out that they are playing video games through, um, Helix. what's his face? Yeah. The, the robot. Yeah. I think <laughs> he's <laughs> translating. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, and then the kids are playing this definitely made-up game that they have. A uh, card game. And Pokemon. It's not Pokemon, but it's definitely Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they call it Jenga with an A. <laughs> so I don't know if that's an actual game, but um, I like how they're, they're doing all this stuff, and then, but Jonathan goes to get another game out of the closet. <laughs> and very quickly we see... Uh, Superman's war world outfit, just like the armor plate and the the metal chains in the closet. And Lois runs over and is like, "Oh, just ignore that, Sweeney. Just, just just don't worry about that. The board games are in the other closet and shuts don't, it real quick." Don't look at my my new kink, which is your dad covered in chains. Yeah. Lois is 100%. all of us. Percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's fucking. Then great. she's like, "Remember that time when you were very uh, you were having that big thing about personal space? I do." I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quickly shames him like uh, only a mother can. Uh, yeah. Then we just kind of get Superman making the big announcement that they've adopted the two world world children and they're here to stay. Um, and they've joined the super family and they kind of announced that they're going to they have this big project. They're rebuilding this big um, building to kind of help combat some of the problems of the world. Um, and then, oops, uh, all Metallo fucking shit up. Just all getting, way. he's all jacked up by Lex Luthor and he beats the hell out of Connor. And now he's, uh, he's coming, he's coming for the super family and he looks, yes, skin's falling off. He's got, <laughs> appears can, to be kryptonite I power. I can relate. My skin is also always falling off yeah. and I am not happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but like on top I, I felt like this it was a good fun it, it feels like a very wholesome superman book but now we're gonna have a super family batter with metallo so it should be should be pretty fun i'm uh i enjoyed it give me some action comics i'm enjoying this book so far even you know it feels like a good natural progression after all the war world shit yeah that's a little light and it's pretty it is very pretty yeah um yeah i'm about to get that uh joshua williamson and jamal campbell superman adjectiveless superman book that's gonna be Mm. a blast let's fucking do it man give me the supermans speaking of superman talk about swamp thing guys he's in this once he's in this once he's in in the first a little bit (laughs) little little stein superman new 52 superman he's the dead one he doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're back in the new fifty-two. We're here with some Swamp Thing, and um, 
right from the fucking jump, we after talking about Alan Moore Swamp thing, we get a little bit of uh, I don't know if retcon's the right word, but so we reorigin uh, story. It's I guess. A re- well, it's a reboot a little bit because like it's more the- of a reboot. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, Alec is alive in this, and he wasn't in Alan Moore's. Correct. But he has we, the we, memories of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. We talked yes. a lot last week about how Swamp Thing isn't isn't Alec. Isn't technically Alec Holland. So that's not true anymore. So like we find out that he was supposed to be. Like the way the green chooses people is like they it, it comes for you right before you die, molds like kind of grows around your skeleton and keeps you alive. And that absolutely didn't happen with Alec Holland. And well, because Alec died before they could, he was like their well, he, no. was their, he was their Christ. It's the, it's the other way. They're the avatars are chosen in life. Yeah, he was blown to fuck, and well, they couldn't save his body. And it took years to actually get his body back because the true avatars of the green are the melding of the green and the in the red. Right. That yes. creates the powerful avatar. But and OG is, they did do- was all green. OG Swamp Thing was OG, yeah, because the body was gone, and then this reboot, they basically, the parliament was able to resurrect Alec Holland, so he basically just wakes up in a fucking swamp (laughs) with all the memories of these previous Swamp Things. A weird, like, it's a weird combination of continuities, because some New 52 books completely threw all their continuity out the window, and then this one is like, it's like kind of around. It's like, well, like, I like hanging how, like, in the corner. Yes, that that all happened, but it technically didn't happen to this character. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was a good way to have. And both. It's like it, it's kind. It's kind of like um, House of X like and Powers of Ten. It's like uh, right, right. Everything that happened to the X Men happened before, but none of that matters because now we're a different. We're starting thing. over. We're yeah. starting over. Yeah. So basically it starts off with Alec Holland just working a construction job and Superman <laughs> flying in is like, hey man, we're having some problems with some plant cheese. He's like, yeah, I don't know about that shit. Get the I fuck out of here. Fuck. That is I don't not care. my problem. I, I ain't actually a swamp guy. I just remember that shit. Um, <laughs> I'm just Alec Holland now, so fuck off, Superman. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, he's real reluctant to plant, go back. I swear to God. Yeah, I'm fucking done, man. Um um, and then very quickly, we are um, thrust into kind of the two main threads that are going through this first arc, which is um, one being the the rot is kind of manifesting itself across the world in different ways. Uh, so we see like these prospector, not prospector, these archaeologists basically that have dug up um, like a mammoth, it looks like, and it just gets up and runs away <laughs> all the bones not great and shit. not hate great not happens. ideal <laughs> yeah hate it when, that I hate when my mammoth Again, runs we get, away <laughs> i know when we get some classic rot body horror very akin to the animal man rot body horror it's Dude, fucking the gross and amazing in this book are fucking nuts there is not enough that can be said about yannick paquette like holy me, fucking shit man we talked about the art a lot this to me, this Swamp Thing, that's why I really liked it. The kind of like, it feels like a very natural successor to the Alan Moore beset Swamp Thing. It feels 
very similar, but also the story and like the 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 tone of like what's happening is very unique. But it feels my like we're living in that world of swamp things. My still. favorite part about the yeah. art is that it does really interesting things with the gutter space. It is like yes. yeah, mm-hmm. unlike the um more stuff like the there's like vines growing through the panels and it's it's great like weird rot faces in the gutters and like the or like just plant cells or like yeah sort of psychedelic swirls panels are like broken up in interesting non-linear ways and like Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful book uh so basically the other thread is the latest the most recent avatar of the green swamp thing he was a pilot i believe in world war Two. he became an avatar of the green once he but the green kind of chose him after he like crash landed uh on a mission so basically it's him convincing alec hey man i'm gonna need you to come back and be swamp thing the parliament's in trouble really need you to be swamp thing my dog and he's like no he's like make me <laughs> Hard fucking pass, you pieces of shit. <laughs> I don't want to be a swamp monster. Stop asking. He's like, you're barking up the um, wrong tree. He's like, yeah, look, I'll listen to your um, plan, but if your plan involves me becoming a fucking moss monster, you can get fucked. I'm out. Yeah, he at least hears him out, and he's like, basically, he has to decide. Like, they won't make him the avatar because that's kind of the whole point. It's he needs to willingly give up the flesh, quote unquote. And combine with the green, and that creates the most powerful avatar. Very akin to, like, Animal Man, and later we find out the avatars of the rot, which we kind of... So now he's, like, staying at this hotel, and the rot's kind of coming after him. He's staying at the Toddlebin Hotel. The Toddlebin Hotel. I was going to mention that, which I thought was great. Very tiny in the corner as they escape. Um, Yes, as a helmeted... uh, leather-clad motorcycle rider comes up and starts shotgunning the shit out of fucking rot zombies. Saves his ass. Rot um, zombies is redundant, John. That's not true. Rot monsters. Not all zombies are of the rot. Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, all zombies are rotting. Are. All like zombies are, are rotting, yeah. but they're not of the rot. <laughs> not okay. all rot monsters are zombies, I guess. Maybe. What about but your vampires? Anyway, zombies are rot monsters. I mean, not all yeah, zombies are fine. rot monsters either. I mean, there's the there's the voodoo zombie. Yep. And zoovembies. All right. Okay. Well, today you learn about zombies. Yes, so. Um, and this is when we get uh our friend Abigail Arcane, who is the same Abigail Arcane uh that we knew. Getting down with sexy LSD uh, Swamp Thing yams. But she has a new haircut. Um, she has a new haircut and a big old shotgun. She's so badass in this. I love I love. Yeah, it's great. If you ask me, it's an improvement. It fucking rules. Yeah, so basically as this arc unfolds, we meet her horrible demon child nephew, uh, cousin. That's her nephew, brother, isn't um, it? Oh, it's like her half uh, brother, She says right? half brother, brother but brother yeah i think it's half brother uh william who is very much in tune with the rot and just living kills a living in a bubble whole bunch of shit yeah, he's living in a bubble because he's like yeah um and all of these he's billy very big connected. mouth asses get him to kill all of his little, little friends yep 
They sure do in very horrifying, disgusting fashion. Um, we get the flashbacks of Abby with the swamp. So basically, like, look, I remember all of this shit. And Alec is like, look, that wasn't me. That was some weird green swamp monster <laughs> that said he was me. Sorry, I remember you, but also nah. But this little boy, <laughs> I uh, want no part of this. Please let me. Yeah, know. <laughs> this little kid yeah. William has this ability to manipulate death, dead matter, and he's in this like special hospital for sick kids, and he's getting bullied because he's in a bubble, and he just like turns all of these kids' illnesses against them in the most mm-hmm. fucked up and horrible way possible. Yeah, this is like the. The power of the rock. They can, t- they can take yeah, anything that's, that's like word. dead. Yeah, that's it's like dead skin or anything or like tumors and stuff. Wouldn't they it can be kill necrokinesis? Anything. Necrokinesis no. would be yeah. dedicinesis. Necrokinetic. <laughs> well, they talk about that uh, as well. Uh, Abigail, who we kind of as we go through this, she's kind of the chosen avatar of the rot. One, because she has a strong connection. Two, she's not fucking insane. Uh, so they kind of want her to be the avatar of the rot instead of Anton, because he's a full-on lunatic. <laughs> um, but they talk about her backstory kind of like she was raised by Anton because as a baby, she had that strong connection and power. And she could sense a tumor in her mom's head and just played with it as a baby and ended up expanding it and, that, and killed her mom and didn't even Jesus. know it as a baby. It's so uh, fucked. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's how Anton ends up raising her. Uh, and William has the same kind of same power. So he, as he's rolling through, he ends up going to like a diner and he wants like a milkshake and they don't do what he wants. He just rips these things apart and just deforms all these people. But he has to wear um, scuba gear because again, right, he's he can't allergic to plants. So like, mm-hmm. like Swamp Thing, uh, a good adversary for this kid. All he has to do or a is, terrible you know, one. Go near him. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, we just fuck him up. Yeah. You could kill um, him with sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we're kind of just getting this talk about like the different, you know, as Abigail's being called by the rot, Alec has this conversation with the parliament basically saying, Parliament's like, hey guys, hey Alec, we really need you, man. We're kind of fucked right now. Really gonna, really gonna need the avatar. And he's like, we've always had one. We've always picked something over through time, and we get this amazing splash page of like avatars of the green that are fucking dinosaurs versus rot dinosaurs, and like as it goes no, through dude, as the different evolutions and all these swamp creatures and shit. It's so I fucking awesome. I haven't read a tremendous amount of Swamp Thing, but where the fuck is my moss monster? dinosaur swamp thing miniseries dude that's what i'm saying dude what the fuck like it's like let me uh, get that like uh daniel warren johnson's jurassic league but yeah give me that just with plants yeah we need jurassic swamp thing get away for alan moore or not alan moore uh jason aaron to take it over yeah so you can do prehistoric justice league perfect yeah i just love this coal these art these this is just kind of when yannick piquette kind of this is like hold on i got this Scott, let yeah, me just hold, draw hold some crazy shit. Beer. You can yeah, tell. You can put some words on it later. You can. It's gonna be fucking. You can dope. tell how much care Yannick puts into the layouts because as the series goes mm-hmm. on, he stops drawing the whole issues. He just starts drawing like like 
four or five pages of it because his art is probably yeah. so detailed that they were just like, we need, <laughs> we need Marco Rudy. We need, like, yeah, I need some time. Yeah. I just let they're having this conversation, just like the, the juxtaposition between the green and the rod and how much of an honor it is to be the avatars and be selected. And like the humans were the greatest of the warrior. They were able to fight. And then we get this, like they're just kind of sleeping on the grass as they're talking to their respective parliaments. And like, again, just an amazing splash page of Abigail with surrounded by the rot and him surrounded by like manifestations of the green. It's just, such a gorgeous fucking book man like <laughs> it's it's so fucking pretty um I, I really like um both of them being the reluctant avatars mm-hmm. um but him realizing that being swamp thing is the right thing to do and her fighting against her destiny you know what i mean like him accepting and he, his and right. her denying hers and both of them being upset about it yeah, and ultimately it comes down to a giant battle with William who <laughs> I love how they make a joke is like, look, because they're tracking him because they want to like stop him from being connected to the rot because he'll just fuck shit up. He's like, oh, as long as he's not near anything dead, we'll be fine. Oh and then they go God. to a town that has they go to a town that has the world's largest slaughterhouse. Mm, which is in Texas, of course, because obviously and they have to fight <laughs> these hordes of just un just resurrected fucking animals and shit. Um, and at the same time the rot has also made it to the parliament of trees which is like OG swamp thing that's where all the knowledge is they sort of burn that shit down honestly there's so basically we, there's no way to hide yeah. from someone who can manipulate dead matter because like at one point like they go out into the middle of a grass field but like the grass is growing out of dirt which is dead matter like yeah, it's if, literally if everything manipulating, if they're manipulating dead matter in your body like you have dead skin cells. You have like uh, your, That's your saying, cells anything. are constantly yeah. mm-hmm. regenerating. So there's dead parts of you at all times. Or like if you have like, a cavity, like yeah, yep. exactly. It's such a they scary power like, set. Yeah, it's and like yeah, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, and ultimately, this arc manifests with um them filing William, Abigail getting sucked into the rot and to be brought down and become the avatar that she was supposed to be. And then them basically killing Alec. Um, and he's like, Oh, I'll, I'll be swamp thing now. And they're like, guys, it's too, they're like, like too fucking they're like late. Burning to death. Like they're on fucking fire. <laughs> we can't do shit. You took too long. We fucking told you, dude, you had to be a dick um, about it. Now here we are. Right. So ultimately they got, he had one, canister left of his bioregenerative formula and basically was able to use that to jumpstart the transformation process and just about as this horde is about to fucking kill him he's able to resurrect into maybe the coolest swamp thing ever Dude, i don't know because he... him turning into swamp thing is nutty. dude it's yeah like all the different the 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 body forming and stuff. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Well, hey, and RJ, he just at least has... it makes sense that he has teeth now. I That's what I thought. I was like, I don't have to worry about the teeth in this one. Because he's yeah. a person. Yeah. Because he's got a right. skeleton. He's a, he's a half person, <laughs> half swamp guy, and he yeah. uh, has fucking battle armor and can fucking fly. Yeah, he's got these awesome wings. He looks and, fucking awesome. And he's got awesome. like 
wooden deer horns. And he's got a wood shield. Looks, yeah. He looks fucking awesome. It's fucking bad. Like, he's got wood. That page when he... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, then he just goes and fucking fights the rot and rescues Abigail. Dude, this monster um, that Abigail turns into is fucking dope. Like, the character design dude, for this thing is amazing. Things get Geiger-y it's, real quickly. It's like, it's like a xenomorph yeah. if a xenomorph had um, an anglerfish face. Mm. Yeah, like, there's a yeah. lot of, like, flared-out yeah. sharp teeth in this book. All the, uh, the yeah. like, double-page splashes so of the Rat Kingdom, like, horrifying. <sighs> always. They're always yep. incredible and horrifying. They're great. Both the art, like, Yannick and the artist that did, like, all the shit in Animal Man, like, it's just so fucking gross and squelchy and bleeding gurgly. and just, oh, it's so yeah gurgly and just swamp thing just mowing shit down it's so fucking cool and going looking. back to what rj was saying about the gutter space in this part of the book it it all looks like mold spores mm-hmm. yep. like it's all like, like black branches mold. and stuff and then you get to the ones where yeah. it's like the the panels for the page and then in the corner it's like a like a face that's like grafted to a like a column and it's like <laughs> yeah it like uh branches out into the panels and it's fucking beautiful branches beautiful fucking... it branches out get it free. <laughs> yeah and then yeah i just kind of like i like this theme this theme is throughout too basically you had the reluctant swamp thing alec holland avatar and then Abigail reluctantly accepts the power that she's been fighting her whole life. So she kind of like activates her power on the rot and uses it to help fight against the rot because she doesn't want the power because, you know, she's seen Anton Arcane and she's like, nah, I'm good. But she still has become this avatar of the rot and takes that power um, and uses it for what, what she wants to use it for. So. I love, and that kind of becomes a big part of this entire run, the Rot World stuff, the whole, the whole run that they end up doing in the New Fifty Two. But don't Honestly, worry, the Rot's I, got the Rot gets Antarna Kane almost immediately because they're like, oh, we need a new Avatar. Let's bring out the most evil son of a bitch of all time. No problem. Bring I, him I back, like everyone's too, favorite. Let's bring him back. I like to how Alec brings Abigail out of it. Where, like, before mm-hmm. when they were on the run, he gets her a can of peaches because he happens to remember that she likes peaches. But he, like, fortifies it with the green. Oh, and he, oh, because he used to always bring them to her and put and make them sweeter for yeah. her. Yeah. And then, that, yeah, that gave, yeah, makes, puts a part of the green inside of her so she can, like, yeah. Yeah. He put, like, the, yeah, like these orchid seeds in there or something. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, uh, you know, I just thought about it. Um, it would actually solve a lot of problems if she did choose to be the avatar of the rot and then correct. just like not do it. Is that, am I predicting the rest of the book? She does later because Anton basically, well, actually that's okay. a lot of rot world. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was just thinking like, if she's like the <laughs> avatar of the rot and then just like keeps the balance and doesn't try to take over the world. That kind of seems like because that's yeah right because they they go into it more in Animal Man but they go into it a lot more with this obviously like there's they talk about the balance right it's the yeah, balance like, between the green the red the and the rot, rot. they would all be... are part of each other yeah exactly and when one avatar rises up and starts to fuck shit up the other two meet up to fight it 
But when like the rot rises up, it really fucks shit up. <laughs> and like obviously Anton would be the most powerful avatar. And, and also I do like that every time the rot gets a very strong avatar, a giant plague hits. Like all the right. plagues throughout mm-hmm. history were mm. that for that yep. reason. It's like that's fun. That's an integral piece. Yeah, we get this whole issue of Anton basically throughout history has just been summoned to just since his incarnation has just been summoned to just kill shit. So then who's the avatar for the rot now? Who do we have to get Swamp Thing to fight to get all of, you know... It's Anton Arcane. Let's be honest, guys. Is it Mitch McConnell? Oh my god, it might be. (laughs) That's fucking... His face is melting off. I think it might be I know I've been dunking on Mitch McConnell two episodes in a row, but like... Remember that time when his hands turned black and he was like, don't worry about it? <laughs> that's just my rot showing the, he's just constantly surrounded by <laughs> or, flies for some reason i don't it could be could be rudy giuliani and that wasn't hair dye that was rolling down his his sideburns it's rot, the, it's rot juice. it was just it's the rot just mold <laughs> um yeah i love we get this whole issue of basically anton was sent and is the catalyst for alec holland blowing up as well because he's been sent to kill other avatars of the red and the green and he just like loves killing shit and <laughs> i just love killing yeah and just like we get all these stories because alec is basically like i'm really fucked i need to go in my swamp and sweep sleep for a bit the part me and the parliament are gonna hang out because i saved him but i'm gonna be pretty helpless here so watch my back yeah he's like look my phone's that- gonna be on silent if you need me i'm not gonna <laughs> I'm on As we go back mode. to the old house that <laughs> you and Anton used to live in and fucking shit up, yeah, no one's gonna find us here, idiots. <laughs> Anton immediately finds them. He makes the <laughs> makes the parliament into little little stalks, little saplings. Yeah, yeah. He was able to teleport them from the forest and like I think it's like Brazil to Louisiana. So that's the new. The, location the safest of the place of the that anyone's ever known: the swamps of Louisiana. Yeah. Was this pre or post Katrina? I don't remember when this came out. <laughs> it's gotta be post, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. When was Katrina? I think it's gotta be post. Like uh, it's good for the parliament. Oh, it's, it's good for the... 2013 is New 52. Am I... Yeah, no, it's... It's good it's for the before. parliament of trees. Yeah, yes. <laughs> You're saying Katrina wouldn't have happened if Swamp Thing was around is what... That, that, really, that's what is what I'm saying. <laughs> It was 2005, Ricky. Good God. Yeah. I knew it, it. It was during the Bush administration. That's all I remember. Anyway. What is time? Yeah, no, this, these two arcs really set up. They're very similar to the Animal Man that we talked about. They're very, like, thrust into a new fucked up situation, kind of fighting your an evil enemy, and then it's just kind of, oh, hey, Animal Man, <laughs> what's up? You guys want to go fix this giant rotting problem that's going on across the planet? Me too. Let's fucking team up, and we get a whole big old cool event. Yeah, I was having. I kept having these flashbacks to the John Lemire Animal Man, and I kept going, "Man, this really reminds me of." And then Animal Man, Jeff Lemire, John Lemire. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what did I say? You said John John. Lemire. It's fine. It is. It is now tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we've been we, recording this. We started this. really late. Um, <laughs> I, I think it, it's either in this omnib- the omnibus for the New Fifty Two Swamp Thing or the Animal Man one. Um, they talk about 
Lemire or Swamp Thing talk, or <laughs> Lemire and Snyder talk about how they both really wanted to write these characters, and then they were like, hey, let's fucking crush this together. So they very consciously were writing these books together. So they're very aligned across the board. They're very cohesive when it comes to the types of things they're talking about, the message, the world they're talking about, the red and all these different avatars. Cause like after this, it extends past to like other avatars of different walks Unlike of life and stuff. So any like, of the other writers of new 52, they actually communicated and made a plan. Right. So it, yeah, it's, ve- and it's very clear, especially with rot world. It's very clear that they were like, all right, this is going to be our event. And that's kind of where we're, and is that's Rot the giant. Is the only good event from the entire New 52? Um, well. Hot take. Like a crossover Depends event? on how much you like Forever Evil or Trinity of Sin. So, Rot World is the <laughs> only good event that came out of uh, <laughs> Definitely not New Future's 52. End. Hot take. <laughs> um, is it? Forever I Evil. Know, uh, to somebody, maybe. Who Forever knows? Evil Blight is great. <laughs> um. I don't know. I can't think of anything else right now. I, I was also saying that um, in addition to this book being amazing, this is also the absolute best era for just Scott Snyder in general because he's doing Batman at this time, American Vampires Dude. close to this time, which is a personal favorite that I want to get to at some point on the show. And then um, uh, he does severed which i think that's a little bit earlier because i think that's before his dc stuff and then you know mm-hmm. witches and uh which is so yeah good. which is a little bit later but like just that it's wild that he was writing batman and this at the same time that's pretty yeah, wild that's, that's a that's a big flex there's like a, that, that is a lot there's like a five-year scott snyder period where that dude just wrote yeah. like all of these amazing horror stories just couldn't fucking miss yeah and this writing too is like it it kind of captures the spirit of more and it's a little absolutely it's, it's like really interesting and he i just forgot like how good of a writer he is um mm-hmm. it feels like the stakes in this are always so high because it's are, really yeah. easy it's really easy to write a story where like the parliament of trees come come to alec Hollick and be like you have to come back and help us and he's like no Okay, fine, and then like switches, but like to do it like after yeah, they get the lit point on of, fire first. Yeah, after the point of no return, where it's like, dude, you waited too long. Fuck you. Like that's just a, like such an added stressor I also, that I don't think any other writers would take a risk with. I also you know think that's mean? one of the right. benefits of right. having not thrown out all the past continuity is that him remembering the more stuff adds the like he's like just traumatized mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to be the avatar anymore because he has the memories of the other swamp thing being the avatar. And he doesn't, he's like done with that trauma. Like it's such an interesting angle to the character that, you know, you don't get if you, if you just throw out the rest of continuity. Right. And that's why it feels so good and natural, like up against the Alan Moore swamp thing, right? It feels like, like you didn't throw it out, and obviously, like I don't even know how you would even begin to try to do that. Oh, it's easy. Superman. <laughs> well, like, yeah. it's, that's a. Yeah, that's but it, it's that's fair. It's a bad idea. <laughs> you should never. throw Yeah, out no one's saying it's a good idea. I don't think anyone idea, at this like, point in time thinks the new Fifty Two was a good idea. <laughs> that's a fair point. It's just like I really liked. It, to me, it's like Scott Snyder went in writing Swamp Thing, and like my man, he got it. He understood like, the assignment. He knew, 
Yeah. And like, I really, with a lot of these modern contemporary comparisons, we are like classic and modern, like versions. Like this one feels like almost like he could have just picked up right after Alan Moore. Like that's what, that's kind of how it feels to me. And it, I really enjoyed the whole run is really good. Even like, I think around halfway, I don't remember what issue, but around halfway through this run, Charles Soleil takes over it and he kind of takes it home and it's, um, it's well worth the read all the way through the, the new 52 run of Swamp Thing. Um, I think the artists change as well, but it's still gorgeous throughout. I don't remember who does the back half. Um, uh, but. uh, real, real cool brag name drop. Um, before Scott Snyder, uh, Brian K. Vaughn wrote it for a while and, uh, one of my friends, uh, drew it. Oh, wow. neat. Yeah. Roger Peterson. That's, so, yeah. One of the um, things that launched Brian's career. Yeah. I think we were, that's awesome. I think we were talking about that. That's like, maybe that's about, uh, something's daughter. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, I've yeah. I've read some of the issues, but only to look at Raj's art and mm-hmm. be like, "Whoa, I know." <laughs> yeah, these are the thing. only this and the more Swamp Thing, and then obviously the Rom stuff that we talked about mm-hmm. a little bit. That's really the only Swamp Thing I've really read because I feel like a lot of it's not really talked about um, or collected. But I really like the or collected. Yeah, I know like the Nancy Collins is the other famous yeah. one, but I really like the character, and I feel like. At least I really like these two versions of the character for sure. Um, the Snyder run I think is excellent and it's gorgeous. Yeah. I don't think there's enough that can be said about the art. Like, just put your eyeballs on it, guys. It's so this, good. This book made me fall in love with Yannick Paquette's art. Yeah, this is the coolest Swamp Thing design, ever, <laughs> and I will stand by it. This is fucking battles Swamp Thing. It looks fucking dope. Yeah, I have that action figure. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's dude, the one where he's rad. kind of floating down on the, the yeah. wings. It's it's awesome. Anyway, yes, uh, yeah, you I know, can... tune back in. Uh, we're going to be talking about Rot World uh, as our season finale. So, ooh, we've decided. Around. I I just oh. said it. Yeah, the I reason, said it the so reason we started so late is because we were trying to decide how to fit Rot World in. Because we have to. We talked about the Animal Man part. We talked about Swampy. Oh, we might as well. Yeah. And we we stopped right at the point where Animal Man run like jumps into this book for that reason, so we can kind of dedicate mm-hmm. some some time to Rot World as a. We as just a need whole. to find a guest host who's obsessed with Swamp Thing because we already kind of said we were going to do that. You got Sean and I. We're fine. Uh, yeah. Here. Exactly. Uh, dude, plus, yeah. you get like the Rot World shit, like dude with the green. You get all the other like quote unquote Avatar slash green. Tangent, like you get some ivy shit. Ah, oh, it's so fucking good, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. We're gonna talk about Wild World. It's a great event. Yeah, I want more Swamp Thing. Yeah, also- this, this is this series has been like the most Swamp Thing I've ever read. Well, actually, no, that's not true. We did the Rom V run. The Rom V one, and again, the Rom V one. I feel like it feels very. It feels tied much into this in line with the yeah, yeah. and that's why I really like the Rom. It, it feels like those three really feel connected um very much drawing from that same kind of voice of swamp thing um the rest of the more shit obviously is great i i think the snyder soleil the whole new 52 run is worth reading in my opinion i thought it was yeah great. i'm definitely gonna read more i couldn't put it more down. of the alan moore stuff after this oh god yeah get some nuke face up yeah, in that man. shit bro. i love i love this character it's great <laughs> like like talking with adam tetteris last see last season got me interested in man thing and i read a lot of 
a lot more man thing after that, but it made me want mm-hmm. to do this series more. It's mostly yeah, because I, man I, thing I, series are really bad after the one we read. Yeah, I mean they get yeah, pretty hard right, to read. That's the problem. I'll say that. Swamp Thing definitely this is got definitely the better, better end of the stick on that one. Yeah, because there's more. Like, there's at least a couple other pretty good runs from what I understand. I just haven't read them. Um, but yeah, you kind of have just that one, unfortunately. Yeah. With it, thing. all right. Well, but, what do we what do we have now? Oh, uh, you're you're up for oh, your uh, your all time book, Sean, next week. Yeah, we're gonna shove a whole lot of magical shit down your fucking fa- ear holes yeah. next week, guys. We got we got some Promethea and uh, Buckle in, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start y'all that like Kabbalah. Like, I y'all heard like y'all like the Kabbalah. I heard y'all like the Kabbalah, so I gave you some Kabbalah that you could read the Kabbalah <laughs> while you Kabbalah. Yeah, this is Alan Moore dumping all of his wizardry into one book, so. It's gonna and, be fun. And astonishingly, I haven't read it, so I'm fucking hyped. And it's and it is J.H. Williams. It's a little and it's fucking gorgeous. It's gorgeous. All right, well, it's so buckle pretty. in. We got a lot more Alan Moore. It's gonna be fun coming at you. Ah! Look what I did. Got it. It's almost one a.m. and I still I can still squeeze out bad jokes. You're still fucking crushing it. <laughs> joke All right, so. Here. Let's let's continue the conversation. Let's talk. Let's talk more swampy over on the uh, over on the Discord. I'll give you talk, guys a link. Talk about his sweet yams. I'll give you guys a link to uh, to that in the episode description. Also, uh, give, just give us your money. Go to duelinggenre.com/support and give us money, and we'll give you more podcasts. How's that sound? I think that's a good deal. Um, yeah. Uh, just go check out Dueling Genre as a whole. We got all kinds of cool podcasts out there for you on the Dueling Genre. Um, for myself, for, for those guys, this is Delta in the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.